Matthew Reynolds. An inmate at ASP C. Lewis. Three-way calling or call forwarding an inmate's phone call is unauthorized and may result in disciplinary action to the inmate. To accept this call, press or say 5. To refuse this call, this call will be recorded and subject to monitoring at any time. Thank you for using IC Solutions. You may begin speaking now. This is a re-recording of the first few minutes of the Kingdom Man message, uh, Becoming a Kingdom Man, and I wanted to redo it because we had some technical difficulties uh, with the audio, and the previous message that's going to be posted is going to be everything that comes after this, and then we just want to do uh, the beginning message of that one. So. What I wanted to speak on was when it comes to what a man should be uh, in the eyes of God, in the eyes of, uh, I guess, the deepest hearts of people of the opposite sex, um, in our life, we should represent Jesus Christ. And to be a kingdom man is to be someone who follows the advice of Paul and imitates him as he too imitates Christ. And what the guiding message is, the guiding light uh, of what I'm explaining here is going to be found in Mishle, one of the Proverbs, the Proverbs of Solomon. And what I wanted to explain was that wisdom is about an experiential relationship with God and that we should have discipline and wisdom being at the forefront of our minds in our daily life, what we seek for ourselves, for our loved ones, because everything follows uh, wisdom. Jesus Christ is the personification of wisdom. He is the incarnate God. And it is his life that we are to emulate the way that he walked, the way that he talked, that was wisdom. And in the book of Proverbs, even an atheist or an agnostic can agree with the practical wisdom there. We have the message of Proverbs 1 that breaks down the importance of following after such teachings. Now, I want to get into chapter 1 and just read it the way that I did the first time that I recorded this message on becoming a kingdom man. The, prover the Proverbs of Shlomo, or Solomon, the son of David, David, king of Israel, are for learning about wisdom and discipline, for understanding words expressing deep insight, for gaining an intelligently disciplined life, doing what is right, just, and fair, for endowing with caution those who don't think, and the young person with knowledge and discretion. Someone who is already wise will hear and learn still more. Someone who already understands will gain the ability to counsel well. He will understand proverbs, obscure expressions, the sayings and riddles of the wise. The fear of yud Vafhe, the fear of the Lord, is the beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and discipline. 
says fear in the Old Testament, it's talking about reverence. So I just want to interject that real quick. It's about revering the Lord who has created us. And that's the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and discipline. Continuing on, verse 8. My son, heed the discipline of your father and do not abandon the teaching of your mother. It will be a garland to grace your head, a medal of honor for your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, don't go along with them. Suppose they say, come with us. We'll ambush somebody and kill him. We'll waylay some harmless soul just for fun. We'll swallow him alive like shoal, whole like those who descend to the pit. We'll find everything he has of value. We'll fill our homes with loot. Throw in your lot with us. We'll share a common purse. My son, don't go along with them. Don't set foot on their path. Their feet run to evil. They rush to shed blood. For in vain is the net, for in vain is the net baited if any bird can see it. Rather, they are ambushing themselves to shed their own blood, waylaying themselves. So are the ways of all greedy for gain. It takes the lives of those who get it. Wisdom calls aloud in the open air and raises her voice in the public places. She calls out at street corners and speaks out at entrances to city gates. How long, you whose lives have no purpose, will you love thoughtless living? How long will scorners find pleasure in mocking? How long will fools hate knowledge? Repent when I reprove. I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you because you refused when I called and no one paid attention when I put out my hand, but instead you neglected my counsel and would not accept my reproof. I in turn will laugh at your distress and mock when terror comes over you. Yes, when terror overtakes you like a storm and your disaster approaches like a whirlwind, when distress and trouble assail you, then they will call me, but I won't answer. They will seek me earnestly but they won't find me. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of yud they refused my counsel and despised my reproof. So they will bear the consequences of their own way and be overfilled with their own schemes. For the aimless wandering of the thoughtless will kill them, and the smug overconfidence of fools will destroy them. But those who pay attention to me will live securely, untroubled, by fear of misfortune. Baruch Shem Yeshua HaMashiach, Amen V'Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus, the Messiah. Amen Amen. Wisdom and discipline. We have this beautiful universe that we live in that already has morality and ethics built in. Just like the natural laws of biology, just like the natural laws of chemistry and physics. I tell people all the time, just as a man stands on a roof and jumps off the ledge, 100% of the time he's going to hit the ground. So too, violations of the moral and ethical laws of God will bring consequences. And we may not see the fruits of our labor, whether good or bad, immediately, but we will see them because dysfunctional uh, creation of a disorder 
through violation of different morals and ethics ingrained in the universe creates a rift between us and God. It creates that disharmony that causes negative effects to not just reach into our lives, but those we love and the rest of the human race. We have to recognize the unity that I spoke of before and how our own personal wisdom, our relationship with the creator directly relates to our coexistence as human beings on this earth. The better relationship you have with God, the more discipline you have in your prayer life, in your study of the word, in your pursuit of righteousness, as Christ said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added to you. Whatever level of discipline you have in your respect to the creator is going to ripple into your life in manifold ways. You know, all I want for you as a human being is the best possible life that you can live, the most blessed life that you can possibly live. You know, living in prison like this, it can be difficult at times to get through to people. It can be difficult at times to touch people's hearts, but I found it easier and easier to do so the more disciplined I've become in my walk with the Lord. And I think that we should all pray the prayer of Solomon, the prayer that God thought was acceptable. When Solomon prayed for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to be able to carry out judgment properly, God was overjoyed that he didn't pray for material things, that he didn't pray for the destruction of his enemies. I don't know how much time we have left on this earth, but I know we aren't to, to give up. I, won't, I, I know that we aren't supposed to just throw in the towel. I think that we are supposed to, I know that we are supposed to be wise stewards of that which we have been given and to stand up for that which is right. You know, we cannot give way before the wicked and just let our lives be overrun and say, I'm not going to vote anymore because nothing matters or I'm not going, going to pay attention to uh, what kind of corporations I use based on what uh, they use their monetary influence to prop up. I think we should care about everything because God is everything. He is the existent one, he is the I am, and he is the source of all that exists. And we should give him honor and glory in everything that we do. And he cares about the little things, and he definitely cares about the big things. And you may just be one person, but you are a person made in the image of God. And there's no telling what you can do.
if you just do. Just go. When the Lord says to go, just go. And whatever your mission field be, wherever you're at, whatever you feel called to do, maybe it's just a matter of going next door to your neighbor asking if you can help them with something. But that wisdom and discipline that we should desire as kingdom men and women should be something that is community-focused and recognizes the interwoven nature of humanity, that we are all directly connected with one another. And we should pursue shalom we should pursue peace because as Christ did as the personification of wisdom himself he was the prince of peace he is the prince of peace because although he died he's still alive it is my prayer that you will pray for wisdom for discipline and then exercise it. It's not going to be done for you. There's no one going to just control you and force you to do things against your will. It's up to you to use your will for good in this life. And I hope you will. Have a blessed rest of your day. I'm going to cut it off now and just pray blessings over you in the name of Jesus Christ. Until next time, God bless you and shalom.